Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of God Built This Podcast. I am your host Maxine and we're on episode 46. Like I'm about to go all the way in. (laughs) Um, In a good way. So I've learned so much this summer. Okay, this entire summer has taught me a lot about myself. God has really showed up and showed out in my life. And I have a new perspective now. Um, For quite a long time now, I've been so dependent on um, just my poor perception of money and how I felt like for a long time that my identity, my self-worth, is contingent upon how much money I have in my account. And if I don't have enough money in my account, then that means I'm not enough. If I do have enough money in my account, if I have more than um, I expect, then suddenly my self-worth or my image of myself is higher. And it's just this weird thing I had this, I just had a weird relationship with money. And I talked about how it stems from my childhood and how I will often hear um, people around me just saying, I'm broke, man, I'm broke, I ain't got it, I ain't got it. And just such negative talk around money that it embedded itself into my own thoughts about money, into my own practice of money. So this whole summer was just a hard one for me financially. Um, There was a lot of money I was spending on a wedding, there was um, expenses I had to make to just keep afloat. And every month, literally for three months, so the month of June, July, and August, I always felt like like I had a panic attack. Literally, I had a panic attack before um, rent was due. And mind you, I had enough, right? I, I put my money aside for rent. I don't touch that money. But then if my main account is overdrafted because of I don't know what, like I don't even be knowing. But then I do know, but then I know that I'm not frivolous with my money. I just know that I have a lot of expenses and I need to figure out how to wind them down or I don't know where my money goes. Like it was a lot. It was a lot. So I ended up having to take money out of the other account which has the money that I save for my rent. So then every time rent will come, I would just have a panic attack thinking, okay, when I get paid again and this money withdraws and is transferred to this account, would I have enough of my rent this month? Would I have enough of my rent this month? And I would just go, I would just freak out. I would just freak out by myself, have these panic attacks, and would feel so defeated. Like I would feel so hopeless. And I felt like this was a never ending cycle that I'm just going to just be in. And I got tired of it. I got tired of every time I check my, or every time I think about checking my account, I get anxiety, right? I get so perplexed. My palms start sweating. I start stuttering even more. And I just don't know how to break it and I didn't know how to break it at that time so I was battling with that a lot and it's hard to talk to other people about that because it's really it is a personal problem you know what I mean like at the end of the day this is on me right this is on me no one can save me no one can you know wear the cape and be my hero I somehow have to figure it out on my own and I just 
God just covered me, honestly. Like, even when I thought I was short, even when I thought, okay, I, I don't think I'm going to make rent on time or I don't think I'm going to um, fucking have enough money left over until the next, like, even though I would think those thoughts, I, I was still covered. Like, my rent was still paid on time, never late, not once, um, paid in full, like, not no, hey, I'll pay you half this month, and then we'll figure it out next month, <laughs> none of that, and I, it just, it just, like, perplexed me, because days prior to the, the deadline, I would just think of all of these irrational thoughts, thinking that I'm incapable of sustaining and being, um, independent, and, Although I will go through those thoughts, God still covered me. And I know it's so easy to say, like, according to the Bible, it says, you know, do not be anxious for anything. Instead, pray for everything. It's like, okay, I'm praying. <laughs> but where's the money? Yeah. <laughs> and you would think that, like, you would think I'm, like, this, this frivolous spender. You would think I'm this, um, this... I just leave my, my card out and I just give it to whomever or I let whomever takes it and have a ball. I'm really not. I hardly go shopping. I'm like recycling clothes, figuring out how to jazz it up this time, figuring out, okay, I got two more weeks <laughs> to wear this outfit again with these. I don't know. Like I, I will figure it out. And the fact that I'm still standing, the fact that I'm still here, it really is a testament to how faithful God is, to how faithful and how loving he is. Because I, if I didn't have a relationship with him, if I didn't pray to him and call on him, I really don't know what would become of me. I really don't know. And this doesn't mean that I won't ever go through hard times. It just means that at the end of the day, I'm good, if that makes sense. At the end of the day, I'm still covered. So... I was battling a lot with that, and it, it hit more this summer than any other months, just because there was a lot of expenses that I had to make, in particular for a wedding that I was going to. So that that was that, right? Um, this past weekend was just uh, I'm like, let's just say it was a trip, okay? It literally was a trip, and figuratively, it was a trip as well. And what I learned is that. I am rich. I am fucking rich. That's what I learned from this trip that I went on. I am rich and not rich in material things, not rich in um, monetary things. No, I am rich in love. I am rich in family. I am rich in good people, good friends in my life. And the trip that I just got off of really made me realize that money really ain't shit. It really isn't. I know we need money to survive in this world, right? I know we need money to to um, pay our bills, to stay afloat. I get it. It matters, but it doesn't matter at the same time. And I hope I'm making sense to you all. But it this trip needed to happen, as horrible as it was, and I'll say what I can about it, what I want about it, because I've already talked about it enough amongst my peoples. But this trip has showed me that 
my value isn't tied to how much I get paid. My value isn't tied to um, the prestigious friends I make based off of the money and environment I'm now in because of the money I may have now, right? My environment, like none of that matters. At the end of the day, a lot of people who are friends with people who have more money or who look prestigious, who have a luxurious lifestyle, are doing it for the clout, okay? These niggas don't really care about you. These niggas really don't fuck with you. They're just doing it because it looks good. Ooh, we got a nice Instagram photo. Ooh, okay. It looks good. But when you have people in your life who actually love you, right? And who actually love who you are just as you are. Nothing added, nothing removed, just, just as you are. You're rich, Okay, when you go to sleep at night and you are not just content with who you are, but happy and in love with yourself, you are rich. When you are surrounded, and yes, you will meet people who are not good people, who are shady, who are shysty, who are just bad people, right? They'll come and go. But when you have people in your life who actually show you love, show you loyalty, show you um, humility, show you support, that you're rich. You're fucking rich. And I'm rich, okay? I realize that my worth isn't determined based off of what's in my account. I realize that my, my self, myself, like all that I am is enough. And I don't need to have a certain amount in my month in my account to tell me different. And I what can, what I can say is that I went on a trip with a group of women who really showed their ass, like literally showed their ass to me. And a friend of mine, someone who I thought was a friend, really showed herself to be not, to be everything not. And that experience showed me that people will switch up on you because at the end of the day, here's how I see things. I'm very, I could see under the, underneath it all. Like I could see beyond the action that you show me, right? I could see beneath that action at the root of it. And ultimately what I saw in the friend that I thought I had was someone who hates herself. And that's on, that's on God. Someone who hates herself, someone who um, is just unhappy with herself. And so that is projected onto others, that is projected in, in insecurities, that is projected into control, into anger, and all of these things. And I read something, I don't know if it was on Twitter or whatever it was, something about how when you set boundaries in your life and you abide by those boundaries and you expect and require for other people to abide by those boundaries, you will soon realize who's really for you and who's not, okay? When you show people, hey, yeah, this is a cross that I have here, You, you this is a line I have crossed here. This is a line I have here that you cannot cross, okay? This is uh, the, the stopping point. This is where the door closes. And if you try to come in, if you try to invade this space, if you try to overrun your, um, your accessibility in my life in this parameter that I have, then this is not going to work out. And what I'm saying is I <clears throat> didn't give you guys some context, and you guys know. I moved here to Houston on my own, 
okay? I don't have a man. I don't have a husband. I don't have anyone paying my bills. It is me, myself, and God, okay? And that's, I'm adding God to that because he has really covered me and has shown me his faithfulness time and time again despite my thoughts, despite despite my um, irrational thoughts. God has showed, showed up and showed out. And so... With that being said, I have to be wise and I have to be cautious and I have to be just intentional with how I spend my money because at the end of the day, I'm taking care of me. At the end of the day, I'm covering me, okay? God covers me too, but here on earth, I have to do my part. I have to make sure I'm not being frivolous and I'm not going to these 10 fucking star restaurants where caviar is served and y'all niggas think that's delicious what the fuck is this can we go to five guys and go home or ruth chris i'll do ruth chris like sometimes you have to like <laughs> what the fuck is this yo i have a trip from hell nigga what the fuck but anyways there was um there's a boundary that needs to be set you know what i mean and when you are someone who is solely taking care of yourself. There isn't uh, another income in the house that's supplying your needs, right? You know what I mean? Like, if I had a husband, if I had a boyfriend who lived with me, then there'll be, you know, multiple incomes in the house where we could support each other and help each other when we're low or out. You know what I mean? But I don't fucking have that. No. And I don't have a sugar daddy. Okay. And I'm not going to have one, even though I'd be joking about that. I'm really not doing that, okay? I have self-worth. And although it's been hard, I am so proud of myself. I'm so proud that I have sustained myself for this long. I really did not, I don't know if I didn't expect this of myself, but I just, I'm just, I'm just really proud of myself, honestly. Because always, for a long time, ever since I was a kid, I will always say, I want to live on my own and have this independence. And now that I'm really doing it, it's it's real. Like, and it's it's um, it feels amazing. It feels amazing, and it feels difficult at the same time. But it feels amazing to be able to persevere and still stand. And when you're an adult, right, you have to say no, right. You have to say no to things that are not conducive to your life, to your lifestyle, and to your upkeep. And Sometimes when you say no, there are people who will find a problem with that, right? As selfish as that is, right? When you say no, motherfuckers have a problem with that. The fuck? I don't give a fuck how much you think I should I should be able to have to afford to afford this dinner. The answer is no. I am not going. Fuck you. How about that? How about that? You know what I mean? So I just a part of me feels like like there should be a level of understanding, right? Because not everyone is born with a spoon and you know, spoon in their mouth, a gold spoon in their mouth. Not everyone is um capable to do the same thing. So there should be a level of understanding, right? There should be a level of um compassion, right? Nah, 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 nah not one ounce of that was shown um this trip and it really opened my eyes to seeing who people are and i'm blessed i'm fucking blessed bitch i'm so grateful that i have come to a point in my life where when i am 
when I am proud to stand up for myself, when I'm not afraid to say, hey, you know what, that's not going to work for me. So the answer is no. Despite the tension in the room, despite the awkwardness in the room, oh my gosh, you just said no. Oh my gosh, you can't make it. Yeah, you heard me. The answer is no. I'll see you when I can. But this ain't going to work out because what the fuck you thought of a 10-star restaurant with $10 signs is going to be conducive to my budget or anyone's budget? What, what are we doing here? Can we go to Ocean Drive? Huh? Can we go to the bar and shake our ass? No, we want to go to a dark-ass dinner where there's only white men around. The fuck? You go to these dinners with your nigga, not, not even a nigga actually, with a white man, okay, with your boss and you're trying to get ahead. <laughs> you go to these dinners with your fucking boss, <laughs> your white boss, and you're trying to get ahead. <laughs> what we doing, Mr. Johnson, what we doing? Okay, that's when, that's when you go to the, those type of dinners. But I'm just really, what, what boggles my mind is, when friends show themselves and you're just like, wow, you're really a fucked up bitch. <laughs> wow, I've been bamboozled. Wow. My mom was right. Like, you know how sometimes Haitian parents will see your friends before you see your friends? You know what I mean? And this might be the case for other um, so for non-Haitian parents, right? I'm sure just mothers in general or fathers, mothers in particular, but I'm sure parents in general have an inkling and they could see beyond what their child sees, right? They could see beyond, oh, the fun times, the, the smiling faces. They could see beyond that and they could see a person for who they are and they could see, yeah, this ain't your friend. Whether you listen to me now or later, you will soon find out. And that was said to me a while ago about this friend. And now that I have experienced this experience with her and really opened my eyes to seeing what the fuck was I in for this long, I am blessed. I am blessed. I'm blessed because I stood up for myself. I'm blessed because I stuck like I stood my ground. I didn't let anyone pressure me. I didn't let anyone make me feel like shit. I don't I don't care. Here's the thing. A lot of people like to stunt. <laughs> a lot of niggas like to stunt. Let me say hello. Let me say it again. A lot of niggas like to stunt. Okay? And by stunt I mean act like they have it but they don't. Doing it for the gram, but you miserable, okay? A lot of niggas, a lot of bitches like to stunt, all right? I have always been, at least lately, right? Not lately, but like I've always been a real bitch. I've always been straightforward. I've always been um, honest. I've always, I've always been me. I've never acted like I had it. I never acted like I'm... Um, this sadity bitch, no, no. People may perceive me as sadity, maybe in the past, but at the end of the day, I never acted like I had a lot of money. I never acted like I had this luxurious lifestyle. I was always real, and I was always upfront with what I could afford and what I cannot afford right now, okay? Just, just because I can't afford it right now doesn't mean I can't afford it, period, period. You know what I mean? And being that... I am an adult, I am single, and I am on my own. I 
have more of a responsibility to be more conscious, to be more willing to say no to things that are not conducive to my budget. And I'm not apologizing for that. How about that? Yeah, you're. I'm not apologizing for saying no. Because at the end of the day, who's paying my rent? Me. Who, who, who's paying my car? Me. Okay. Who's paying my gas? Me. All right. Who's buying my groceries? Me. Nobody's even buying my groceries, nigga. What the fuck? Hey, everyone. Please support God Built This podcast by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash God Built This. You can pledge to pay $5 or more monthly. Any amount is appreciated. Your money goes towards production costs of the show, and you'll have exclusive access to content that will only be released on patreon.com slash godbuiltthis. That is p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash godbuiltthis. Now let's get on with the show. But you want me to go to this 10 star? Get the fuck out of here. Anyways, what I learned about myself is that I am blessed. I am fucking blessed. And I felt like not to be not to be like this religious person right now, but I saw like not saw, but I felt demonic presence. I felt negative presence during this trip that, that I was in and I felt like there were forces around me and the girls that were beyond me, right? I felt that there was a spiritual warfare happening and there was a battle that I could not see with just my naked eye. You know what I mean? I felt like there was more that was happen- happening behind the scenes than in front of my face. And so not only was I standing strong in my flesh, right? But I know that God had my back. I know that God covered me. I know that God protected me throughout that time because there was something in the air, my nigga. There was something in the motherfucking air. What? There was something trying to break me down. There was something, there were a group of people, right, who were trying to break me down. But let me tell you what, a bitch still standing. I'm rolling my shoulders right now. (laughs) You can't see me. A bitch is still standing. A bitch is still standing. I didn't lose anything. I didn't lose not a damn thing. What I lost was money. (laughs) Wasting my goddamn time on these flights, these hotels, these hotel expenses. That's what I lost. But at the end of the day, I know God God, God got me. Okay? I know at the end of the day, I'm covered. So... My supplies are already met. My needs are already met. And there's nothing that can change that. There's nothing that can um, shake that. You know what I mean? And this entire trip that I was on really showed me who God was. And it's unfortunate that it had to be uh, an unfortunate trip, right? Who goes to Miami and have a horrible time? (laughs) Me! (laughs) Who the fuck goes to Miami and have a horrible time, bitch? Me! From motherfucking day one. Like, nah, this ain't it. This ain't it. Not even. I felt bad about, like, I felt bad feelings about the trip. I felt I was getting anxiety about it. I was hyperventilating. Like, it was, 
a mess. And you would think, then Maxine, how, how, why did you go? Because I already paid for it. It was already too late. And I'm thinking, look, let me make the best of it, right? Let me just look at it from a different lens. Let me be positive. And I spoke to someone about it like days before. I'm like, yeah, I don't know about this trip, girl. I'm really nervous about it. And I was really um, stressed about it on the finance tip because there were some things in the itinerary that was listed. I'm just like, what the fuck are we going to these places for? Can we just go out and shake our ass on the strip? But y'all niggas want to go to Tarty Tartar restaurant. The fuck? Can I just shake my ass, ma'am? Yeah. The club over there, yeah, it's $10 to get in. Can we just go in there and do that? And get some wet willies? Some Fat Tuesday? Something. My gosh. Anyways, God is so good. <laughs> I'll go back to that many times over. And I'm saying this to you all so you guys could... Hopefully you don't have the negative mindset I had about money, but I'm hoping that if you do, this could encourage you and help you see that your worth is not dependent upon how much things you have, right? How much money you have, how many um, cars you own, how, how many, how, like, a lot of times these rich people are miserable. That's why you see so many people who are rich commit suicide. Let me not say commit suicide um died by suicide that's the actual way to say it now um died by suicide right addicted to drugs addicted to uh, addicted to things that are outside of them that they feel could bring them peace but ultimately that peace is taken away from them because they have not um reached that place within themselves to love themselves i love myself and I want everyone to love themselves, but because that's not the case, right? Because everyone is on their own healing journey, people won't get there yet, and that's okay, right? But stay the fuck away from me if you're gonna be abusive, right? Stay the fuck away from me if you're going to um, be disloyal and abusive with our friendship, abusive with my loyalty and love. Never in my life have, have I been through no shit like this. Like, it was as if I was in middle school again being bullied. These bitches have conspired against me. <laughs> um, but dead ass, it was that bad. It was that bad. And I don't even, like, I'm not the type of person to hold grudges. At least not for too long. You know what I mean? But... Just because I'm not holding a grudge doesn't mean I'm a fuck with you. You know what I mean? Like, you show me who you are. God showed me who you are. God had made it clear to me. God has been giving me signs about this friendship I have with this person for years now. Let me say that again. For motherfucking years. Not once did I adhere to those, right? Not once did I allow those signs to dictate my feeling for this person because I felt like she was a good person underneath it all. I felt like she was real. I felt like all these things, but after a while, you know, if you keep on hiding your true self, eventually it's gonna pop up, right? Eventually you're gonna show up and show out and show yourself. She showed her, she showed herself, she showed her ass. And I am, you know, at first I was hurt, but then I realized that it wasn't really a friendship, you know, and I'm not hurt. I'm, I guess it's more, I guess the hurt will go with 
the thought of what I, the thought of the friendship I had, right? The thought of the friendship that I thought I had. <laughs> That's what the hurt will go. But when someone really doesn't give a fuck about you, and they're so quick to um, put you down, switch up on you, talk shit about you, uh, go to a group of bitches who don't know me and talk shit about me to them, which sets the tone for them to feel comfortable enough to talk shit about me. <laughs> that shows who the fuck you are. That shows who the fuck you are. And I'm blessed. I'm blessed. That just shows me too that the devil is working, right? The devil sees me as a threat. I am a powerful being. I cannot be shaken. I cannot be moved. I cannot be intimidated. I stand strong till this day, okay? I've been through some shit. Like, I've had friends, and, and you know, when you're a kid, you go through different friendships, and in school, people like to be petty. I've been through all of that in school, and I have my share of bullying. I have my share of she wasn't my friend. I thought she, you know, I had my share of that. But when I look at that now as a 28-year-old woman, I see that, okay, you know what? Th th that was a kid experience, right? That was a young adult, not a young adult. That was a uh, a young, a youth, an adolescent experience. Has for so then I will excuse it a little bit. You know, this is just a little bit. But being an adult, being someone who <laughs> is clearly thinking, right? There's no fucking excuse to treat someone as poorly as she did. There's no excuse to be petty. I don't understand people who are petty and they're paying rent. Excuse me. Yeah, okay, okay. So you have time to be petty and you're paying rent? Oh, tell me how that goes. Like, huh? I don't understand how you could be petty and pay a mortgage. So you had time to save your coins, to buy a house, pay your mortgage, and still be petty? Wow. I don't see how people could be petty and, you know, have degrees, have 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 a career, have all these things that, that look like an adult, right? That look like someone who has their head on their shoulders, that look like you're a reasonable being. Nah, bitch, that, that's, you petty as fuck. And I, that just shows the misery, the misery, the, the misery, like, they, I don't know how else to explain it. That just shows how much you hate yourself. That just shows how much you are unhappy with yourself, with your life. Therefore, there is no other way to be. A lot of people, I know a lot of people, not a lot, a few people in my life who are petty, who are adults, right? Some of them are older than me, some of them are a little younger, but they're fucking adults. And they take pride in that. They're like, well, call me Miss Petty. <laughs> oh, I'm petty. I'm petty to the core. Okay. What? You're an adult. I just like that is disgust. That is disgust. <laughs> that that is a shit. That is very shameful. Seriously, that is very shameful. And to be not just one adult, but to be five adults 
who come together with another adult and be petty. I yo, the misery to to live in, like the miserable life that you must have, the miserable perception that you must have of yourself to be this type of person is really sad. I pity you. I pity people who take pride in being petty. I pity people who take pride in being condescending condescending and being um and feeling like their worth is determined based off of their their money their accounts bitch just watch when that shit goes away watch when things crumble what you have yourself right okay but you don't love yourself okay let's see what happens then you know what i mean like we have to understand that these things that society put out for us to recognize has important, right? Has um, significant in our lives. You must have X amount in your account. You must have X amount in your in your checkings, in your savings. This shit don't matter. You know they're just numbers, right? You know at the end of the day, like if this world, like if the aliens come and they capture the world, or there's a hack in the system, suddenly those numbers go away, like they never mattered, right? If God comes down and suddenly all these things don't matter, we don't, this don't matter. You know, we put too much focus on things that don't matter. We put value on things that don't matter. But yes, we live in a world where it does matter to have money, correct. But at the end of the day, what truly matters is yourself right how you feel about yourself how you accept yourself do you accept yourself and if you don't there's no amount of money in the world that can make you happy hear my words mark my words there's no amount of money that can make you happy there's no amount of success that can make you happy if you are not happy with yourself if you hate yourself if you don't even know yourself there is nothing in your account that could change that okay and best and believe your friends will show up and show out and she gonna learn she gonna learn but everything that i've been through just these past four days on that motherfucking trip i just (laughs) i just love god even more (laughs) and i love that god has made me and molded me to the person i am today I remember being younger and being so broken, being so unhappy with myself, feeling like I had to look a certain way to be beautiful. I didn't like my nose for a while. I didn't like my dark skin for a while. I didn't like my hair for, like, I did not like myself. Never mind love myself, what? And then I would do things to get people's uh, validation, right? Nigga, I would suck niggas dick, (laughs) okay? (laughs) Oh, we going there, what's up? Good morning, are y'all awake now? No, but seriously, I would do these sexual acts hoping I would gain love, hoping I would gain acceptance because for so long I was bullied. For so long I thought I had to be a certain way and even when I would try to be that certain way, people still didn't fuck with me. So then I came to a point and now that I'm 28, I've come to a point fully now, but I'm still growing, I'm still uh, progressing and being better, right? But I've come to a point where I love the fuck out of me. And if you don't love me, then you're lost. Because I'm really fucking dope. Hello? I'm going to say it again. I'm really fucking dope. (laughs) Okay? I'm really fucking dope. Ooh, I'm really fucking dope. And 
it saddens me when people don't see that because you really miss out on a good thing. You really miss out on a friend who has your back, a friend who will be there for you, right? A friend who will still have boundaries because a bitch can't spend $10,000 on a fucking plate or $150 on a plate, but I'll do what I can to help you out whenever you need me to. You know what I mean? And a good friend will recognize that a good friend will support that a good friend will be there and i just come to a point where there's no it's exhausting trying to be somebody else it's exhausting trying to be someone you're not you go to sleep and then you take off that mask who the fuck are you huh what's your name again huh what do you like to do for fun what do you enjoy has a has a pastime what is it that you like to do ma'am but you don't know. You don't know because you don't know you. Instead, you put on these these appearances. You put on the, this uh, th- just this this aura that's not you, and it's just sad. It's sad. It's fucking sad. But I am tired of that. I'm tired of. I was tired of trying to be someone I'm not. I was tired of tr- of trying to look like this good Christian girl. Fuck all of that shit, nigga. This is me. What's up? And then once you come to a point where you have really accepted you oh the freedom the freedom and you would think freedom is in because i thought for a long time freedom was in my money right how much is in my account oh financial financial independence but seriously what you need to and what i realized i needed to acquire was independence within myself right um acceptance within myself freedom within myself when i when i accepted myself just as i am i realized that there's nothing in this world that i want more there's nothing in this world that i could desire more than myself than my self-love than my self-acceptance there's absolutely nothing i would trade my self-worth for and this entire trip that i went on a trip that was curated by the devil himself I stood strong and God still prevailed because God lives in me. And I'm here to tell y'all, fuck you bitches. (laughs) Hello! (laughs) Oh, God is so good. No, God is so good. And you would think, and I think it's funny because people who try to break you, right, they're really just doing the devil's work. Like, they were doing the devil's work. And I, look, look, sweetie, you tried. <laughs> but where did it go? <laughs> oh, oh, it missed me over there? Yeah. Please. I, I've i never in my life dealt with no shit. Like, it was the dumbest. <laughs> yep. I don't even want to get into it because I'm done. I'm done talking about it. But I wanted to talk about the lessons I've learned from it. I wanted to talk about the growth that just snapped into. It was a long time coming for me to grow into what I'm saying right now. But I just want to explain how how detrimental it was for me to see my worth attached to my money how detrimental it was for me to see my worth attached to how much is in my account oh no i overdrafted again oh man that means i'm not shit that means i'm not worthy of shit and i am so much more we are so much more 
and I just want everyone to get to a point in their life when they feel that freedom. That freedom really comes from within. That's really where it comes from. It's not from uh, the, the car we're driving. It's not from the money we make, the job we have, the title we have. Fuck all that shit. All that shit could be taken away right now. What you got? And what you got now, huh? Yourself. But do you love yourself? Do you even know yourself? No. Get back to the root. Get back to the root. And that's where I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, how I can see underneath people's actions. I can see underneath people's behavior. And I see that there is a little girl who doesn't love herself. There is a little girl who feels like she's not enough still. And whatever happened to you in your life, that little girl is still feeling this way and is still controlling you. And you have yet to work on that. And now that is manifesting itself in poor behavior, into toxic behavior. I was in a toxic ass friendship, y'all. <laughs> I would, I never thought being 28 years old, I would have toxic friends at this age. I remember being younger and having toxic friends, right? I remember experiencing that in high school, in middle school, a little bit in college. Young. How you... How you got a mortgage? How you got rent and you're toxic? Who has time to be toxic? Pay your rent. Pay your motherfucking rent instead of instead of figuring out how can I be more toxic today? How can I be, make life? How can I make the world more about me today? Pay your fucking rent. Pay your mortgage. <laughs> Anyways, I just came on here to share that because. God is still good. He still reigns. He still covers. He still protects. And my heart is still full, right? Um, I remember I was talking to people about just my experience, and I was just saying how, you know, I was still saying my gratitude. I was still recognizing how grateful I am because I realized how rich I really am. I realized how loved I really am. And that's what really matters. It's, it's not what's in the account. It's not what, what clothes you're wearing. It's not what labels you got on. It's, what, it's the intangible things, right? It's the love that you feel when you come in a room and your mom is cooking you your favorite meal because she's happy you're home. You know, every time I've been home since I moved here, my mom has cooked me food. Every morning I was home, she made me breakfast. That's love. I wouldn't trade that for a million dollars. I wouldn't trade that for a luxurious car. Nigga, I want that. I want to continue having that love in my life. I want to continue manifesting that love in my life. And that comes when you are thinking those things, when you are feeling those things, when you are being grateful for those things. Okay? Y'all. <laughs> um... Uh, one more thing I wanted to say. I also don't like to allow a poor experience with a group of girls to make me feel like I could never, ever experience another girl's trip again, right? I've been on a previous girl's trip with my friends here in Houston. I had a, I had an amazing time with them bitches. <laughs> Love them. And I hope... We continue to be friends. I hope we continue to progress in our friendship. And I hope more love continues to grow between us, amongst us. So I'm praying for that. Um, but I don't want one poor experience to determine 
how I feel about females anymore. You know what I mean? Like when I was telling people about my poor ass trip experience, some of them were saying, see, that's why I like to hang out with all girls. That's why I like to have female friends. That's why I don't fuck with bitches. That's why I don't want to go out on these all girls trips. And I get the hesitation. I get the fear behind it. But I also don't like to allow fear and to allow one experience to make me see that all women are that trifling. Because not every woman is. I have good female friends in my life. I have good family members who um, are female in my life that are good people. <laughs> so it's just them bitches who I ain't gonna fuck with no more. <laughs> who I'm never gonna go on a trip with again anymore. Just them. It doesn't mean that every other woman, um, every other woman needs to be on the same page. So I say that because I want to encourage anyone you know, just because you had one poor experience doesn't mean that you shouldn't try again with new people, right? But fuck them bitches. <laughs> and that is all, and that is good night, okay? Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of God Built This Podcast with your host, Maxine. Be sure to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, and also leave a comment. God bless.